Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren and I'm Michelle, and we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. <laughs> our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, howdy, folks. <laughs> Howdy ho! Yes, this is a good combination of Yellowstone because we were chatting about that, and, and then Mr. Hankey. and Mr. Hankey it's from true. South Park. God, see, sometimes we just really put it all together, it back together, full circle. I just want to apologize in advance for falling off towards the end of yeah, that you guys. Convo. Michelle fell off the wagon. It just just went south for me she but i'll went, be back next she went blank I'll, but she'll be back i'll be back on thursday <laughs> you guys thank you for joining us on cozy conversations with the sister project it's me lauren joined by michelle that's me and today's conversation we're talking about a whole plethora of things we're talking a little bit about yellowstone we're talking about some pregnancy catch-up things nine stoic rules for a better life compliments of the one and the only marcus aurelius we need to have a full conversation on stoic. i wish we could bring him back to life and have him as a guest the only thing that we can do that's remotely close is sit down as a family and watch gladiator well cool we could do that <laughs> michelle's favorite movie and then the reason why we're talking about marcus aurelius because i had to do some detouring homework to make up for the amazing business um advice that kim kardashian shared with us over the weekend wah, 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 wah. <laughs> now before we dive into this really fun and um, informative and inspiring conversation we have an amazing review today's review comes by way of Cynthia IG Robbins Egg Cottage. And she says, these two great gals make me laugh, even though just hours before I wanted to, as they say, squirt some tears from their stories, recipes, and book recommendations. And then I feel like it got cut off, but I just want to say, oh, gee, Cynthia. I love Cynthia. We talked to her a lot on the back end. She's one of our Anchor.com subscribers. Mm -hmm. So double whammy, double applause, make it lengthy for her. Okay, I'll give her the full bite, Give her the full bite. bite, because she not only totally, we are always talking with her, she she's one of our anchor.coms and she left us a review triple whammy triple that's the trifecta that she's a perf- real sweetie. yeah she's a real supporter people and we appreciate it and we love you and thank thanks you, for writing that sweet message thank you cynthia and i hope that those tears that you were going to squirt came out and you're feeling better because mm-hmm. that's the best you can do mm-hmm. All right, you guys, if you'd like to leave us a review, we beg of you to do so. You could do so only on Apple Podcasts and whatever format or stream um, app that you're listening to, make sure that you are subscribing or following Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project and your reviews really do help people make the decision to either play or not play our podcast. So thank you for leaving us one. If you're interested in in learning more about anchor.com, go to the show notes and you'll find everything there to give you more information on becoming a supporter for your favorite podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. All right, now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, you're going to watch it without me? And I was like, I didn't. I was like trying to find one thing to watch because he was really working a lot. Yeah. And I had to turn him back off because he wants to watch it with me. You know, it's probably better you do it that way. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go back or anything. Well, Ryan and I are living separate lives right now. (laughs) And we're recording. (laughs) 
Um, Ryan has been, he started Succession from the beginning. And you've already watched and it. And I did, but it was one that I would go in and out of and not really know what's going on. And I, I think I know that... You really, do you even some, know who... I mean, I, I did, but but I know the what's characters. What's the last name of the of the family? The Silverstein. <laughs> Are you talking about that book? Um, what's that book? Shell. Yeah, Shell. Shell. No, the, the Roy's. Logan Roy. Okay, anyways. Yeah. No, but if you want to talk about a show that I know... It's, well, one day I'll be able to talk about it with it's you. It's Yellowstone. And 1883. Well, because that's what you did all weekend. I you did. weren't even answering your phone. No, in fact, two people on two different occasions this weekend told me I'm a horrible texter. Yeah, you weren't responding mm-hmm. to anybody, yep. not even your business partner. No, nope, no. Nope. Even my kids were like, we're hungry. And I'm like, get out of here. I'm watching these wranglers and these livestock police not die in amazing mini wars that happen every other Tuesday. When you say mini wars Montana. like with one like with other livestock owners. Everybody wants a piece of them. Okay. Now I noticed of there's the, a hunk in the show. There's a couple. Well who are you are you are you gonna is Kevin Costner one of them? Yeah he is. Okay. I'm going mm-hmm. into the so one of them is Cole Hauser, who plays Rip. Yep, Rip. Sexiest name and man on television. Okay, now Rip is kind of hot. Kinda. Now, I think, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, he's doing a lot of dying of the hair and the beard. Oh, it's, it's real died. dark. It's dyed. <laughs> it's dyed. But you know what? Just put that cowboy boot on, throw on those wide leg chaps. Yeah, and, 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 and then you don't even see the and I'm like, darkened hair. What? He was also in Dazed and Confused. This is this is a fact. And he was like, he's hot. He's a babe. He's a babe. And, and he's got like a good voice. And I'm a sucker for a good voice. He's a cowboy. I'm like, I think they're all real cowboys. I'm like, this yeah, is I don't a think real. they are though, are they? <laughs> <laughs> These people are freaking real. Make it real. It's okay, insanity. so I'm excited because we are going to do 1883 first and then we will move into... Yeah. Yes. Which is actually what most people didn't do. You know, everybody watched Yellowstone. Obviously, it's older and came out first and now are backtracking and watching 1883. But I did what you're going to do. And I'm going to start with 1883, which I did. did. And then I went right into Yellowstone and it was it's really cool to like have the knowledge of the early settlers of the family yeah, this is about. What, exactly. Because they totally tie in nuances and wording and things and I would not have known that had I Rip was also in school ties. Do you remember that with, Hang with on. Brendan Hang Fraser? On. Oh, was, was that like an East Coast, like a Harvard, like a Kind a of, a boarding school for a bo- young men. They wanted to go to Harvard, and he was a Jewish football player. Brendan Fraser was. Yes, ma'am. Love and Matt Brendan. Damon was a huge asshole in that movie. Oh, my it's God. Great, I want to watch great, that movie again. It's a again. wonderful movie. Bringing it back. And always. Mom loved Brendan Fraser. Loved. Even oh in The Mummy. God. What? You know, Brendan Fraser, he, he doesn't look the way he used to look. You know, he's kind of, you know, he's got a little pudgy. Stung by some bees. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. And he, people, I guess he's he's coming back and he's going to be on some show or movie. And people were just so excited to see him again. And he was like, thanks, you guys, so much for the love. Oh, that's Brendan. sweet. Little meaning big. <laughs> <laughs> My weekend was very similar to yours. I didn't you, binge anything. Yeah. But I just chilled a lot. I, I worked on my baby registry. And I'm sending it to a friend who has three kids, so she's going to look it over. Did you add that amazing stroller we talked about? The Duna. The Duna. The Duna. Dude. Dude. Well, I saw it it 
work in it's person. a transformer of strollers it's a, like you said yes it literally goes from small to big it has wheels it's like a turtle on a half shell when you <laughs> pop that thing down yes. so this this stroller but the thing about like strollers and if you're traveling with a kid you can't bring that big ass buggy with you on an airplane no you got to bring your car seat so yeah. the duna is a two-in-one well it's a kind of like a three-in-one because it's a car seat it could be a plane seat and it, it, it lifts up and down with wheels and tuts me and turns right into a, um, a stroller. Oh, and, yep, pops and, up. and carrier. It is it, phenomenal. So light and small and easy to maneuver too. And my friend Elizabeth, who is using it for her son, Sonny, is like a ninja warrior. I mean, she is like a strong woman and just opens, closes, oh, whips yeah. that kid in and out of places. And mm-hmm. it's magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit's not cheap, though, man. None of this stuff Oh, is. girl, just wait until they're 13 and they want Lulu's. Or they want stupid shit. Like, what are those fidgets? $5 the, for a fidget. This <laughs> generation, they are, everybody thinks that they're the hope for, to save the world. They're landfillers. Huge okay? consumers. These freaking kids with the crap they buy. Listen to me. I sound like an old pissed off parent. Yeah, you I'm do. sorry. But they are, uh-oh, something happened here. No, but they buy a lot of crap. It's a fact. Everybody knows it. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, my friend Kara, who's a yoga student of mine, and she's so sweet. She's like, how are you feeling? She's like, I was feeling the best I've ever felt in my life at this moment, like where you're at. I feel good. But I mean, I have to say, I've, I've felt good in other moments of my life as well. True. Not ever feeling hungover is a huge plus and blessing. Some woman, though, this weekend was interesting. You know, it's funny that what entices people to give you the horror stories. Mm-hmm. I know. What? What did she say? I mean, I don't want to go into detail, but because you never know. But just horror stories. It's like, just amazing. really, like, intense. So it actually triggered some worry and anxiety, which I do a pretty good job of steering pretty clear of that. So I got back on the hypnobirthing. You saw my yep. book. I'm reaching out to a woman who's a professional in it. And I need that because I need to like cancel out mm. some of the noise. And then she topped it off with, and I'm not jealous of where you are. <laughs> I was like, is there, is there, Namaste. I'm, I'm sorry. Is there like a disability or something that people have? It's a social, <laughs> like a brain problem because they know. say horrible things. It's, it makes me laugh though, because in the moment, while they're talking i'm having a conversation with myself i try real hard to be in the conversation and listen and be aware of what they're saying but when moments like this come up instead of diving into the dark side yeah i start talking i am almost laughing on mm-hmm. the inside thinking what you're saying like what the fuck what planet are you on <laughs> What? Where are you? Why do you? Why are you why trying are you, to scare the living shit out of me? <laughs> One lady said to me, she said, um, "Do you know what you're having?" And and I said, "I'm having twins." Ha ha ha. That's yeah. what I would say. And she said, "I'm so sorry." Oh, I mean, I, why? What? Why? What? Even if you feel that way, you're sorry. Keep it to yourself. What? I'm like, why did I get why myself into this Why are you giving me condolences? <laughs> like, what's what are you going to send me a sympathy card? So freaky morons, social nebishes. That's what that is. Okay, but then we were. I was. We were talking about this beforehand, at, and that's coming from someone right here that has a talent for hand is up raised (laughs) for putting her foot in her mouth and adding salt michelle i was looking at my body the other day in the mirror just observing like what's been changing and i was like i I, I popped in my head i go oh i remember that time michelle so i said michelle are you looking at my armpit fat and you go no i'm looking at your back fat oh and i was like oh yep yep because i also am missing the sensitivity (laughs) chip on occasion but now michelle when we were at vintage charm 
I had, I'm starting to get that like pregnancy brain. Oh, when I get full Jones. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why you have me, babe. (laughs) God, you were standing next to me because I introduced my, so Vintage Charm throws these awesome shopping events where we get to meet our weird internet friends. Wait, but they really are freaking They threw it. They brought vodka out last time. It was, (laughs) I'm telling you, like the word is out on the street. These are more than shopping events. It's like a real It's kind of like a social event. And like, we had to like ask people to leave. They had to to turn the lights on and off. There was a last call. What's that one thing? I was like, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Like the store was like the the, the 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 registers were closed down. They started. Jordan started playing like last last dance, just just start last. I'm dance. like you guys. I'm sorry, we've got to leave. But I was introducing myself to, and we met so many new faces. So many. So but many. I I love the people that keep coming back. Oh my god, I know. Okay, it's the repeaters. Yeah, love it. The so best. shout out to Chris. Chris is one of the ladies that is a repeat offender. She's love a her. loyal listener, and mm. she comes to just shop and hang out. Oh. Good, good vibes. Leah, her and her friend Lisa. Leah, Leah. Richard, Ri- Leah, oh, Richardson. Leah. Oh, Leah, Leah. Leah, can you just when come we over? come over and hang out have, with us? Have coffee. Honestly, good people. Oh my gosh. Well, I met two new internet friends, weird internet friends, and I go, "Hi, how are you? I'm Michelle." Oh, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I said it with such like clarity and i'm sure, like i meant it sure. yeah i'm like yeah. i'm michelle wow and then i was like i'm not though that's strange <laughs> that's michelle. and they were like we know because we follow your every move so some women one of our weird i think it may have been the same young woman she was like is it weird that i know so much about you and you know nothing about me and at this point, no, it's not. And I like it because that's why we're putting out our stories and we're sharing things because we want people to know about yeah, us. Yeah, and when you get to see them in person, it's almost like you cut all the crap, the small talk. And you get to ask about them. And then you get to just have Here, like, who are you? You're past all yes, that part. Yes, you know me. Let's talk mm-hmm. about you. Let, mm-hmm. who, where are you from? Yeah. How many kids do yes, you have? Yes, Yeah, and I think it's because, I mean, that's why essentially we share what we share. Mm-hmm. We're sharers. We're sharers. My nickname in sixth grade, Brendan Greeley, was a storyteller, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell a lot of stories in religion class. Why religion? I just... And what kind of stories were spurring up? I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I don't know. I just am going to tell you I was fidgety mm. and I had a lot of connecting thoughts and I was willing to share. And yeah, Brendan and Rich Livity. Rich Lavity, GTS, our mm, friend. Yes. Uh, yeah, they called me storyteller, those fuckers. I was once in religion class, and I asked the teacher, I'll remember this for the rest of my life, I said, hey, if Adam and Eve were the first humans here, yep. when did the dinosaurs come into Ooh, play? Oh, you really threw her a curveball. <laughs> what did she come back with? Go ask your science teacher. And I was so like, confused. what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so confused. Everything, the world's so confusing. So evolution, uh, science, we're not mixing? No, okay, no. so they're separated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I was very confused. And that kind As, of, that set up a right, little bit for my belief system hey, had, you know, from there on forward. Rightfully so. Yeah, I was confused okay. because I'm a d- dinosaur believer. <laughs> it hurts to sneeze these days when i sneeze it feels like my organs are coming out of my goddamn throat lauren it happens for the rest of your life i think if i sneeze sometimes and i'm laying a different way i think there's scar tissue from the delivery and i'm like oh oh god it's either a really taut (laughs) ligament or a stabber well because you know i was talking about how i almost 
pooed my pants at Vintage Charm on Vintage on my on the Instagram because oh, no yeah. one told me about it. And I'm telling you, it wasn't diarrhea. It was like a full on given birth, like a Mister, like a you know. We're not <laughs> listen. Go. I have a friend who <laughs> laid one out in her jeans. Hang be- on a second. Yeah. What yeah. are you? Did you say laid one out? Well, I don't want to say it any other way. Excuse me. I think you should <laughs> laid one out. Is that like is that like city sh- shy town talk for pinch a loaf in for your pants, <laughs> shitting in your pants sick take it back i, I will never retract. say her name retract but she ate a little something that maybe let her bowels be a little looser and she like it full-on turd city okay and that's why did somebody was, have to change her like a diaper pretty much like it was bad but that's what i like in my brain like when we were at vintage charm the pressure must have been like but really it was down, like, la- like it was just like your your body needs to release yeah. this and you know typically under normal circumstances you can hold and have control you're like i can wait mm-hmm. you know we have these problems yeah. but no, there was no couldn't. waiting and the whole us the whole store knew about it I had to escape. I was like, I'm either going to turd in my dress or I have to go to the bathroom. Wow. But no one, again, this is, well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, I, and I'm not embarrassed about it because there's things happening to our to bodies body. every day, pregnant mm-hmm. or not, that we don't have control over. You start, you learn as you go. This is a fact. But this is something you, no one told me about. Mm-hmm. But what I want to bring up next is that. I'm sorry. That's okay. I let you down. That's okay. But you, you, you have not let me down in the postpartum. Never will. Um, no, you haven't. Because everybody before me let me down. Yeah, so okay. I'm glad that you're not letting me down. Got it. And my friend Megan Roach, who does not listen to our podcast, so she will never hear this, but she said to me, what the hell is the light bulb body? And I'm wondering if you can explain. The light bulb body? Really? She doesn't know what that and is? She's had she's three, had three <laughs> chil- fucking children. Fuck. You know what? Maybe this is maybe the way I... Maybe she didn't have I, a light bulb body. It, maybe this is what I see for myself. <laughs> and somebody else delivers a baby and, and right after and not sees... light bulb. ...sees the opposite, an hourglass. So and the light bulb how, is yeah. the postpartum like swelling that your body maintains like after. your abdomen so like your like, belly yeah, yeah so like future moms out there that haven't had a baby this is the deal after you have the baby the stomach doesn't go flat you I know? know it's it's like swollen it's been through fucking hell and now it needs to go hell. back to its normal it's, trauma it's been through hell medical trauma uh-huh but you know what mom didn't mention that to me so i just was a little <laughs> startled by it and then I went and got that Mom haircut. Mom never mentioned a lot of things. So that's all I'm saying. And I then mean, you went and got the haircut. And then I went and got the haircut that I God almost bless. crashed into a median <clears throat> laughing with Nicole oh on speakerphone God. because I was describing it to her and I could not believe that I had that the Dolce? helmet. The Dolce. Mm. A helmet, bangs cut around the jawline. Guys, it was a helmet cut. A helmet. All I needed was a chin strap. And you paid like $200 for yep. one of the best Beyond. stylists in the city. Beyond. And then why my light bulb. Why did he do that to you? He Oh, he he was like your jawline. He he always wanted to make me like have these like who was it Linda Evangelista? Oh, he, yes. always, and I was like, listen, bro. Okay, Dude, look at me. Do you know what's happening with her? What with Linda Evangelista? Wait. So now she was the supermodel back from like George Michael era. She's a Cindy Crawford, Naomi yep. Campbell, nineties. She infamously said, "I will not get out of bed for less than like fourteen grand, if you know, for fourteen grand." Well, um. Unfortunately, she had some sort of cool sculpting done. 
Oh, yes. And I think, it, like, I, I don't know this. what happened. But listen, I mean, I have to say, she does not, I mean, I know it's a personal thing. She looks she dip. hates the That's, way she feels yeah, and looks. Tragic. As an outsider, had I not known she had this procedure, I wouldn't have, I would have just thought maybe she was just aging. Mm-hmm. But she did gain some deformities from this. So she was has been a recluse for, like, years. Yeah. And she finally gave her story to people and is like, I'm done. I'm done hiding and being ashamed. And now she's being more of an advocate. I guess there's a lot of FDA things that like, this is not Ugh. all. Yeah, all that shit. I mean, listen, when you're going under the knife for cosmetic, you never, I have a botched nose job. Yeah. You never fucking know what yeah. can happen. Mm-hmm. It happens more often than you think. I know. Yeah. And it's just for the sake of wanting to feel better. Mm-hmm. I got it really. I shouldn't have done that. Do you really, you have regrets over that? I think that, no, I don't regret having a nose job because I love my nose to a degree, but it's totally botched. Like, for real, have a botched nose job. Mm-hmm. Had I waited till I was older and could do my own research and investigation, yeah. I would have gone to a different doctor, perhaps. If, if you do, you, if you were to get it fixed, do you run the I risk of having a Michael Jackson nose? There's too much scar tissue on my right side. Oh, There's well, literally nothing you can do. Well, your botched nose job somehow has managed to just... It does fine. It's for great. Me. It works it's for fine. you, sweetie. So yeah, well, speaking of pregnant people, Michelle, I'm obsessed with Rihanna. You sure are. You're just loving her, living her life with that belly out. I have never, I don't think I, do you know of any other, anybody, no, celebrity I'm, or not, that's, she goes to fashion week she's with her beautiful, she's living her belly. She's living her belly. Like, <clears throat> I'm, I can see. Her belly's living its best life. It really is. And it's on the world stage. I love it. Yeah. She's having fun. I think she's having so much fun. She's bringing couture to pregnancy, which we don't see. I thought her titties enough. were going to maybe slip out of that one little bit that she had as a mother. You know, I don't, you just want to keep the titties in. Rihanna probably wouldn't care that much. You know, she's like a billionaire with her lingerie, her all-inclusive lingerie brand. I, I didn't think it's know that. Fenty. So is that was she singing anymore? Or is I she... think I think I think maybe, but I mean, she has her her brand Fenty is really where I think the majority of her bucks come from. Mm. Um, she's super. I think she might be selling. I think it's going public now. Do you think that she gets up every day and works really fucking hard? I'm sure she tells everybody <laughs> that. Good call, Michelle. Let's move into our next topic, you guys. I am fired up, and I'm not offended. I just have some things to say about this. Let's take a quick break. We'd love to give a shout out to our hosting platform, Anchor.com, for hosting cozy conversations with the Sister Project. Anchor.com also offers our listeners an opportunity to subscribe to our content and podcast. Or in other words, show some support for the work that we create. As you know, Cozy Convos is free to stream. However, if you're looking to support a small woman-owned business for just a couple of dollars a month, then perhaps the service is for you. There are three monthly options that you can choose from, $0.99, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. And each option supports our small business and allows us to create more content, gain more resources, and once in a while, buy ourselves a little lunch on the old company card. (laughs) We are beyond grateful to everyone and anyone who presses play on our podcast and truly appreciate all of our subscribers on Anchor.com. To learn more about how you can support The Sister Project, head to anchor.fm forward slash cozy dash conversations or head to the link in our show notes. And now back to our cozy conversation. So Michelle and I are going to talk about 
who is making the the headlines again? None other than Kim Kardashian. And let's just put things into perspective for the hardest working woman, blah, blah, blah. Her boyfriend's flying to space next later this month on Jeff Bezos's spaceship. So just to put into perspective who these people are hanging out with. Okay. The richest people in the world. And why is my first response to that? Good for them. I don't really fucking care. That's not bad. Okay. But I think what it is is that this comes so what it, the the headline here is that the day after international women's day when we're celebrating women and lifting people up we have kim kardashian taking the world stage and her line was i have the best w- advice for women when it comes to business and it was quote wake up and go to fucking work <laughs> nobody seems to want to work these days well i don't know anyone that's not getting up and going to work whether it's being a mom yeah. or going to work i think it's fair to say i really that just probably don't. wasn't the best <clears throat> air quote yeah advice. the other thing that she said was it's really important to work in a non-toxic environment well when you are the industry you get to make the environment. A lot of people work in horrific environments that don't yeah. have the option to just be like, I quit. I think that if I chopped off the part where she said, um, what did she say? Get up every fucking day and work really hard. I, I think that... No, just get up every day and fucking work. Yeah. No one seems to want to work anymore. Yeah. I think she could have worded it in a different way. Yeah. And we're going to work on her wording. <laughs> she needs to call me for PR because we're going to work on it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think that what she forgot to say is be born into an extremely affluent family. Mm-hmm. And this way I can say things like this and be completely tone deaf and not take into consideration people who live paycheck to paycheck who are like given dry hand jobs for health insurance mm-hmm. and who aren't just given everything on a silver spoon because momager Chris got her to where she is today. Okay. I get it. I mean, I understand the outrage. I just, I have a hard time putting, I feel like I don't offer a great response to it because when I hear her say it, I just, I'm just like, ding dong. I don't, I guess, okay, I guess what you're trying to say is be consistent and you're not super, that wasn't the best way to say that. And because it came out of her mouth, because of the platform that she's on it's and the, the position, she says everything. And it's her, it's her background. I mean, I feel like what it does, though, it gives us all a reminder on who we put our attention to. And For we're sure. going to talk about this because I, and I shared with you the Stoic podcast. You know, it's like we're putting all this attention on her, and she's. This is what she's saying to the the youth of the of the of the world. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing valuable but, there. But but actually, like the stoic thing, we're going to get into it in mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, part of that philosophy is looking at people and and whether they're good or bad, mm-hmm. or whether they say something that's good or bad, taking that from yes. them. And learning from it. And 100%. That's, and that's and that's what I felt like I got from her was like I redirected my energy. I was, mm-hmm. I was reading all of the, I mean, what's his name? Paul Stanley from KISS. Everyone and their mother is talking about how what she said was so lame. I think my biggest problem with it was that it was comes the day after International Women's Day where I really like to observe that day and think about the women I look up to. And then they're putting her on this platform. Yeah. And then isn't that all like, then I'm like, is it all a big publicity stunt? Like, is that timed to really of course fucking it piss? Well, that's, well, and I don't I'm, know that. I don't know. No, I think that that's her best advice. Mm-hmm. Like what I would have loved to hear from her is 
yeah, get up and work, but how do you achieve, what does your work ethic look like, Kim? Mm-hmm. Like, she is so successful. And whether we want to, you know, give that, um, give credit to her rich parents or the fact that a sex tape went viral or that she actually does work her ass off, whatever the components, mm-hmm. she does work hard. And she is super rich, and so are her siblings. But then share what you know. I think that the arrogance and the tone deaf of her comment just falls so disgustingly flat. I think, unfortunately, collectively, the expectation for her is that she has this, she owes it to the world to say the fucking right thing or the thing that's the most inspiring or that's the best advice. And I don't think that that's... I don't think she has that. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, I don't even think it's fair to put that level of expectation on her. I think she wants to be that, though. I think she wants... I think think that she has that expectation. I mean, I think... I, I Unfortunately, she wasn't... She doesn't have the ability... From based on what we read and see enough of her. So we know what mm-hmm. she's made up of. Mm-hmm. But to really actually inspire. And that's where like that's where it's like, come on, this is who we're putting up on the day after International Women's Day is this this bullshit. Yeah. Get up and fucking work. Let's talk about let's let's learn from people who either went from riches to riches or rags to riches mm-hmm. or escaped t- terrible situations and became, I don't know, what's her face from Spanx. Or I don't know, I'll take something Bethany Frankel's gotta say. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think this is the <laughs> fucked up world that we live in. There are people with celebrity that have no place in a space sometimes, but this is what we obsess over. And then yeah. and then what we do is, well, not me, I don't care that much. But people really get up in arms over it. And I think, look at this person and take a step back and care less about what they say and continue to do you and um, be the best that you can be. And I agree with you. And that goes for everybody. Yeah, and I do agree with you. But I think it's also important to realize that where she's coming from is is a place that not, not many of us are coming from. So for people to look up, yeah, and no just one, see, no, actually, no one, actually, no one that I know comes that's from there. That's my point. So it's, it's really, really unrelatable, exactly. And it's and for me, I we are adults. We can look past this, but we see young women looking at young girls, looking yeah. at them, looking at what they do um, in regards to physical, mm-hmm. how much work they've had done, and how much money it takes to get there. There's just a lot that goes into it. Um, but what I do think it does in the good run is that it helps us, like you said, like rewire and redirect where we're going to learn from. Yeah, yeah. And that's why yesterday when I was digging deep into articles for I this podcast. I love this. I freaking love it. Yeah. I went out and so we, Anthony and I have this book at home called The Daily Stoic. And then I didn't even know there was a podcast called The Daily Stoic. And the um, the host of this podcast, his name is Ryan Holiday. Love his He's podcast. He's smart. He's smart. He has a lot to offer. Lovely speaker. And so I found a podcast titled an episode, and we'll put in the show notes. I've listened to it three times. It's called Nine Stoic Rules for a Better Life. Michelle, before we dive into that, and now that we're done talking about Kim, yeah. let's talk about Stoics. What did you learn in your research? Um, well, I just took a little quick Google dive and I was reading up because I'm like, what is stoicism? When when our old family friend Blake Tamarkin lived with Ryan and I every summer, he and his friends had something they called it broism. And now I think when I'm in there, they were with their bros, uh-huh. you know, now I'm realizing that that was taken from stoicism, okay. but in a sto- or stoicism okay. in a different way. But this is just I took this right off of Google that stoicism is an ancient philosophy that was once one of the most powerful civic disciplines in the West, Mm. 
but I love this. Practiced by the rich and the impoverished, Mm -hmm. the powerful and the struggling alike in the pursuit of the good life. Okay, my head's going to roll off. That's because that's, okay. Now that's where I'm coming from. Now listen, here's where, I just want to go back to this for one second. Kim Kardashian has the ability to think like this. She has the ability to share knowledge like this. But she ain't one of those people, But she's not, but that's what I I think, I, I guess where I'm coming from with the like the, oh, we need to raise up people that are still doing that. Yep. And now we're going to go back to ancient Rome and we're going to raise oh up Marcus God. Aurelius. I mean, hello, Gladiator. Going to watch it for the nine hundred time Move over, this Kim. Year. Marcus is yeah, here. Bring, I mean, this is somebody that should be studied in school. This I should know. be required reading. I know. So thank you for that because his tools, so these nine things, I'm going to kind of rip through some of them. Listen to this episode I've, like I said, three times, you, you have to listen to it so many times because they, you don't get it all in one. Yeah. And it's so Oh, good. I definitely need to listen to it more than three times. So here's what we're talking about. He talks about, oh, I love when he says that you want to start your day with intention. What Marcus goes on, one of his stoic um, actions is to own the day from the beginning and to not act at random. Like just waking up and see like and here's like where we can put it. yeah wake the fuck up and get mm-hmm. to work and then have your list of ready to go what's going to make you a successful businesswoman yeah know what your actions are start doing them step by step that was one of my favorite things is that Marcus Aurelius and the Stoics were talk they talked about um, we know what we what we need to get things done whether it's writing a book going on a diet running a marathon but there's a lot of I'm going to start tomorrow what's the plan like the actionable plan what's the actionable plan and just start. Do it. Step Every day. by step. Mm-hmm. And the more steps you do, the closer to the finished mm-hmm. product or project you will get to. Kim, Kim Kardashian, are you listening? <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> Can Variety Magazine come and interview us? Because we're, I know we're plagiarizing Marcus, but I mean, this is way more valuable. Another one, which I think she was trying to say, but couldn't get it out. Again, that's and that's the big thing. Is, I know. Is I think it's a lot of times is it's in the way we say things. Yes. What did what did our guy say? Self discipline. Mm. So own it. Yeah. Get up. Do the things you have to do. Tolerate others, but be strict with yourself. And I love, I love that. that. It's all that is all what what this philosophy is about. At the end of the day, is. Being introspective and focusing on you and how you can become better. You can become better, but also with stoicism, it's about moving the ball forward for all humanity. Their belief was that we are in service of others. Mm -hmm. How are what we doing every day improving the lives of other people? Mm -hmm. Whether it is doing a podcast that makes people feel good Mm -hmm. or helping a corporation do what they do or raising good children, whatever the fuck it is, how are you moving that ball forward with humanity? And I loved that part because how often are we taking a pause to think about that? That's like the last thing on the list. Another one was you are not stuck. And um, Ryan Holiday goes, I know you think you're stuck, but you're not. When a door closes, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that all options are gone. He says the door might close and you might have to redirect, but there's still windows that are open. Mm -hmm. And now you're just going to take different paths. Mm -hmm. And he talked about no person, place, or thing can stop you from anything. So if you get like a roadblock, no one can stop you from having patience or forgiveness or learning to redirect your original goal. I love that. I know. Is one of the rules how life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you? Yes, he says that fate doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. I mean, once you embrace that even if you start small and that's like the first little tidbit you take away with Mm -hmm. take 
it changes your mindset completely everything. because then you look you're looking at everything as a gift instead everything. of a stop or a challenge it's kind of like how and maybe you have the same feeling about like ivf the challenge to get pregnant it helped me maybe prepare for a lot more things to come mm-hmm. it didn't come to me easy mm-hmm. other things have mm-hmm. but this was just one of those things i had to work differently and accept differently i am literally working on something with one of my kids right now there is a struggle in a class and we are working through and teaching and tr- really just trying to harness this every single day, morning, extra time, afternoon, extra time. Mm-hmm. Commit commit to the effort because mm-hmm. you have a goal. You have something you want to accomplish mm-hmm. and you have to do it by showing up showing every up and step single by step. day. That's it. Step by yes. step. I mean, my biggest... And, and it, he, they, in other words, they say, like, eat that frog in the morning. Get the shit that's essential. Mm-hmm. And they talk about what is essential. Are the things you're doing essential? If you were dying on your deathbed, but you mm-hmm. had to get some stuff done, would it be those essential things? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much the gist of, I mean, that's the gist of it. Listen to it for all of the huge oh, yeah. nuggets. I mean, aren't they just so great? And you can go to the website. I think it's called <laughs> thedailystoic.com yes. or whatever. And you can you can sign up for their newsletter and they'll shoot you the meditate the daily meditate a daily meditation in your email. And the already. book is awesome. But something I want to give Kim Kardashian credit for because there is something I've learned from her because she's not she doesn't have nothing to offer. And while watching Kardashians one I did and reading up about her, she does have this this one aspect of her that I was like, I'm going to take that. And it's getting what you want. And especially when you're paying for something. Like when she's, I watched her get ready for her wedding day. I mean, and she, it was down to the hair placement, making Mm. sure it was in the perfect spot. You know, when I'm getting my hair makeup done or doing things or ordering food, Whatever it might be, if I'm paying my hard-earned money that I woke the fuck up to make, I want to make sure that it's I'm getting what I want in return. That uh-huh. the service is that, and I speak up about it, or mm-hmm. else. And I from her, I got that kind of from her. So she gave you the permission abs- to be able to feel like you. I mean, she didn't give me the permission. She inspired okay, me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I just felt, and I see her do that, and I see other strong women do that. But it's just a reminder that, like, when we put our money somewhere. We deserve to get what we want back mm-hmm. and not to just settle for whatever someone thinks that we're going to get for mm-hmm. it. That's a big one for me. Now, lastly, before we wrap things up, we shared a meme on Cozy Convos um, with TSP on our Instagram. And the meme was essentially about that, yeah, we should celebrate engage- women in regards to women should celebrate engagements and marriages and babies. But that's so not the only things mm-hmm. that we need to celebrate. And they went on to say, like, we need to be celebrating job promotions, leaving a job that's toxic, leaving a relationship that's toxic, um, starting school again, getting a pet, whatever. Basically everything. We need to be celebrating life. Why is it, do you think, that we have such, like, why is marriage, babies, and engagements on such a pedestal of success or moving forward in life? Mm. It's kind of annoying. Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh, I never really thought about that. They're huge. Now. They're huge milestones. But I guess I look at it like, why is it that you have to match up with a partner to be celebrated? You know, or and having a baby, all these things are very exciting. But so are job promotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so are leaving horrible situations. Yeah. Or that horrible marriage. I've heard of people having divorce parties, yeah. like bachelorette parties, and I love that. Listen, last night I went out with my girlfriends. It was it was a friend's birthday. Okay, <laughs> that's even a great reason to celebrate and birthdays. We, and since and since the pandemic started, now we celebrate every birthday, mm-hmm. and we go big or we go home. And you guys we, get hammered and then go home. Yes, we do. 
uh, last night I came late to the party. <laughs> and um, let me just say, my lady friends, we celebrated like, happy birthday, Kelly Knight at your Hope you had fun. Oh, my God. And, how are you yeah, feeling We all had a blast. Good. It was just, it, that's what you got to do. And how much fun is it to think about the stories and the camaraderie between you and your girlfriends? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 yeah, I don't think we get that as often. I have a couple friends who are exceptionally successful, and I love hearing about their successes and learning from them. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like in a party setting. You could be like, hey, let's go a for a freaking walk. Let's yeah. go walk and talk about you or whatever. I thought about other things you can do. You can send them flowers. You can send them an Evite, one of those cars that are like, you're fucking awesome. It's free to do. You could text it to them. If you're local... Have you ever used Foxtrot? No. Foxtrot is the best. I had um, a surgery back in March, and my girlfriend sent me a bag of goodies from Foxtrot. And there were gummies in there, a beautiful Brooklyn candle. It was so cool. Bottle of wine, a CBD bath bomb. Like, wow, that's really it's thoughtful. Just even like a little, an Amazon gift card, anything For goes. me, it would be like a joint. I'd like to send there you people go. joints. Send people joints. Would joints you do it in a are... card? Maybe um, just roll one up and I would, snail mail it? I would roll one up and then I'd send like a dove over to deliver it to the door. No, I don't know. That just seems like a celebration uh, ad or honor. I like that. Well, cannabis is a great way to celebrate anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like our, our listeners and our community were really, really celebratory about this post. And I think it's a good reminder to remind everyone, if you hear of your friend doing something, starting IVF. That sucks. It can be really scary. But maybe if you add a little bit, like here's a bottle of wine for after you get your retrieval, add a little bit of celebration to people's mm-hmm, lives. Mm-hmm. And it just really makes everything a little bit more special. It really does. And then you get reminded the next day that you're still in IVF and you go back to hell. Uh- well, there's that, everyone. Michelle's at a loss for words, so she's going to bring us down negative Nancy Alley. What <laughs> the fuck? All right, you guys. Well, that is that. That is our podcast episode for today. Michelle brought it. I think. Are you hungover? I do have a little bit of a slow creeper. Yeah, I can tell it's creeping up at the end of this convo. All right, you guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I love dinosaurs, and as always, Lauren, stay cozy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.